0: Can you talk about dark pools and how they work these days, as opposed to the past, and how they tie in with all that? Well, that's interesting. I, you know, this, uh, in terms of talking about dark pools, uh, there's, I mean, it's high frequency trading. I'm just talking about that. That operates within what we call, some people call it, the screen, but the electronic marketplace, uh, NASDAQ, uh, you know, FATS, uh, which is now SIBO, um, you know, Nasdaq, Nizy, Nizy ARCA, and all that. Um, the, the algos operate in those electronic exchanges, but um, that is only about 60% of the stock market actually trades on exchanges. Uh, the other 40% trades in what we call the dark. And the dark, um, so when you say the word dark pool, that's a specific meaning to me, but it kind of is used incorrectly at times. Sometimes dark pools are basically used to refer to the entire 40% of the volume that occurs off exchange. Other times, it's uh, uh, used, and that's the way I use it to refer to, refer to a specific type of uh, of uh, matching engine environment, or you know, pseudo exchange. You know, it, it's basically an exchange that you're that it's illegal to call it an exchange, uh, so they call it a dark pool um, uh, that is operated um, off, off exchange. Typically by investment banks. So um, I think the split is maybe twenty percent of the market goes to what are called wholesale market makers who trade like you maybe you've seen all this press in Citadel that's a big one. Uh, you know they they buy order flow and they trade uh, against that order flow without subjecting it to the exchange for competition. So that's about half of the dark volume, and the other half of the dark volume are, are these dark pools. Uh, so, what's so controversial and important about them? It's, it's, you know, it's kind of a little bit overblown, but there is a little bit of a story there. It's interesting. What basically happened was um, earlier on, and I guess the early two thousands, um, as high frequency trading was kind of starting, basically the banks decided to compete against the exchanges. And how do you do that? You build dark pools. And this caused a problem for the exchanges because if your main clients are like, Hey, I'm going to make these little mini exchanges that compete against you as opposed to sending flow to you, you know, uh, you know, you're not going to, they're not the best uh, customers. So the exchanges start courting the high frequency traders uh, to get volume and the banks start competing against the exchanges by creating their own dark pools. So if you were a customer of a, uh, Let's say Credit Suisse, you your, your your order would would you know go to one of two dark pools that Credit Suisse operated internally, right? And why did they one another reason they did that is exchanges were costly and dark pools were cheap for, for exchange for investment banks to operate. So you have all these dark pools, like 40 of them. They're all competing, but then they have a problem. They don't have any market makers. So who do they approach? The (laughs) HFTs, okay? And in the end, what happens is the same um, idiotic abuses that were operating in the exchanges just got introduced into the dark pools.